Good morning, kind folks. It's your morning news update for Thursday, November 10th. I'm Steve Baker. We'll take a look at some of the ins and outs of the unofficial state and local election results with many more votes to add. More a little later. First, it's regional weather. Nevada City, Grass Valley, today, patchy fog before 9 a.m., sunny, high near 52. Tonight, patchy fog before 8 p.m., low 29. Friday, Veterans Day, partly sunny and a high of 52. Sacramento today, sunny and a high of 58. Tonight, low 38. Friday, mostly cloudy, becoming sunny, high 57. Truckee Tahoe, today, widespread freezing fog before 10 a.m., sunny, high near 37. Tonight, low around 8. Friday, partly sunny, high 42. Placerville today, sunny, high 52. Angels Camp today, 55 and sunny. Hey, it's the post-election blues for some and bliss for others here in everything from California state and district races to a local school board ticket running together. First up, the incumbentless new third congressional district has drawn a lot of interest. Incumbentless because Congressman Tom McClintock held his finger to the political air decided to run in the more conservative District 5, where he garnered 60% of the first-day vote count. The new third contains all of Nevada County and most of Placer, some of El Dorado, several more counties, and just enough of Sacramento to make Sacramento County Sheriff Scott Jones run for the congressional nomination and lose badly. The nominees are fellow Republican and Assemblyman Kevin Kiley, and Democrat Dr. Kermit Jones making his first run for office and garnering the most primary votes. Says the Democrat, when I graduated, I deployed to Iraq. My team's job was to fly toward the sound of bombs to rescue hurt soldiers from the front line. I faced real danger. Jones raised about the same amount of campaign money as Kylie in making the run in the registered 38% GOP, 33% Democrat, 29% Independent declined to state 3rd District, according to the Sacramento Bee. After the first night of vote counting, Dr. Kermit, as his stickers say, was ahead in the district 52-48%, to including 58.7% of the Nevada County early and male vote. By the time the sun rose, though, Trump-endorsed Kylie led Jones 53-47. to But there are still more votes to count, and Nevada County appears to be Kermit country. Then there's Measure V, which would increase Nevada County's sales tax by a half cent per dollar and fund vegetation removal, wildfire protection, evacuation readiness, and other general purpose, as it says. It needs 50% plus one yes votes to win and was ahead by 50.9 to 49.1%. When that same sun rose, no is narrowly winning with 50.6% of the vote to 49.4% for yes. Current margin was 345 votes, but um, there's more votes to be counted as official vote canvassing begins today. And there's a group of about 40 education leaders, many of them retired teachers, principals, even superintendents, who endorsed three Nevada Joint Union High School District Board of Trustee candidates in different districts, saying a misguided leadership currently dominates the boardroom, causing confusion in the classroom. The trio... Olivia Pritchett, Wendy Willoughby, and Ken Johnson are each leading their individual races after campaigning as a ticket for the board. And Governor Gavin Newsom, he of the large victory margins and election wins, saw his Nevada County vote percentage dip to 53%, and Republican opponent Brian Dolly's hit 47%. Why? 
because on election day, Dolly got 1,894 votes to Newsom's 690 in Nevada County. Those Republicans like to vote on election day. And that election day is over. There isn't one for quite a while. Stuff happens. And here's KVMR news producer Felton Pruitt. We're talking with Alice Johnson from Sierra Roots. She's involved in getting a warming center opened up in Nevada City for Wednesday and Thursday nights. Thanks for joining us, Alice. Thank you for having me. So tell us all about where people can go to get warm. Okay, so the warming shelter this time will be at the Madeline Helling Library in the community room, which is the door right next to the entrance. And it will be opening for people to come in, get warm, have a hot drink, be served dinner. We have cots and sleeping bags and blankets and a a good warm space. So we're hoping that it will be utilized. And then how long is it open for? It's open for two nights, Wednesday and Thursday. Uh, We ask that people leave uh, by 7.30 in the morning. We do have some help from Hospitality House Vans for transportation, both to the shelter the, the afternoon, early evening before, as well as in the morning to be able to get people to where they need to go. I'm trying to remember now, I think it's when the temperature goes around 37 degrees that you start opening these sensors. Uh, that's close. So if it's raining or snowing or there's snow on the ground, it's 32 degrees or below for a period of five or more hours overnight. And if it's dry, no snow on the ground, not no precipitation, it's 30 degrees or below. So it's, it's very severe weather. Is there a phone number or a website people can get more information from? They can call 211 simply by dialing 211 from any phone within the county. That's one of the best ways that because that is a service that's available 24 hours a day, and they will have the details on it. Uh, they can also look at sierraroots.org website. Okay, so that's the Madeline Helling Library in Nevada City on Wednesday and Thursday evenings starting at 4.30 and running till 7.30 in the morning. All right, we've been talking with Alice Johnson from Sierra Roots. Thanks for uh, what you guys do. Oh, thanks so much for getting the word out, Felton. I appreciate it very much. Birthdays today include blues singer Bobby Rush at 88, country singer Donna Fargo with hits including The Happiest Girl in the Whole USA and Funny Face. Well, she's 77, and actor-comedian Sinbad turned 66. Well, it's time for the sheer enjoyment of your Friday morning show and your fun-loving fan of creative and evocative music, your host, Charlotte Peterson.